you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Hello. 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 Wait, oh, hi. Oh, wow. Are we separate? Oh, oh, it's okay. It's okay. We see each other all the time. It's okay. okay. I just have to let everyone know that the Linda Linda's just did a four wave like push up. We did a tandem push up. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> we did not succeed. But it's, it's difficult. Okay. You know, to do. 1% better. A for effort. <laughs> Later, you have to show all of us like how it's done. Absolutely no, not. No, no. <laughs> We're going to embarrass ourselves. Um, well, thank you all. Wasn't that an incredible movie we just saw? Um, I'm Antonia Cerejido. I'm um, at LAist. I'm the host of a show called Imperfect Paradise. A new season drops on Wednesday, so check it out wherever you follow podcasts next Wednesday. Um, we are also going to be doing more of these Art Bound screenings in collaboration with KCET, our wonderful partners. There are going to be six more screenings. The next screening is um, America Tropical. It's about a mural on Alvera Street by David Alfaro Siqueiros. I hope you'll join us then. Um, and now onto this incredible panel of all legends. Look, I mean, more girl bands. Madame Wong, Madame Wong said no girl bands. More girl bands. All right. Um, so we have the Linda Lindas, Bella Salazar, Eloise Wong, Lucia de la Garza, and Mila de la Garza. Icon, musician, author, punk rock trailblazer, Alice Bag. And the person with the coolest job ever, associate professor of musicology at UCLA School of Music, Jessica Schwartz, who is basically a punk rock professor. Sick. Um, yeah, so I wanted to ask my first question to Alice. Um, I'm curious. Have your feelings about Madame Wong shifted uh, over time? Wow, you start with the heavy one. Um, (laughs) Yes, my feelings towards Madame Wong definitely have changed over the years. I think when I first, uh, I I never met her in person, but when I first heard about her, uh, it was in context, in the context of us being booted out, not being able to play, and hearing that it was because we had women in the band. And she was described to me as a dragon lady. And I'm, I want to take this opportunity to apologize to all of you and to say that I'm very ashamed to have been somebody who repeated that. Uh, I also described her as a dragon lady, despite the fact that I had never even met her. So I apologize for that. But I also want to say that I understand now that what she was really trying to do was to protect her club. Um, we were a little rowdy. We were very young, and uh, we were described as water drinkers, I think, <laughs> ice water drinkers who couldn't afford to buy alcohol. So we were not, I, I understand that it was a good business decision not to have punk. So 
that just makes it all the more sweeter that we had another venue that we could go to. But I respect Madame Wong for her decision because it forced another, you know, another venue to open up. Um, I also am obsessed with all of like the footage of you back then. Like your outfits were just so cool. So I just want to acknowledge that you're so rad. Thank you. And I think it's really cool that you're apologizing. Um, and it sounds like it was a very tense situation. I mean, literally, they were wars, as they've been described. So, yeah. I, I was literally up last night thinking I have to talk about this because <laughs> I just have to be real and tell you guys, you know, that I was ignorant. So. But still an icon and a trailblazer. So thank you. Thank you. Um, and Jessica, I wanted to ask you, like, why should we be studying punk today? Like, what, yeah, what is the historical relevance today, and why do we need to keep thinking and hard about punk music? Well, I think, I think that, you know, teaching entire classes on this, I will try to be very concise. But I think that one of the reasons is that punk really does allow us to see how people have gotten their voices, you know, through generations and experienced the cities they were in, worked interculturally, worked across communities, um, and, you know, had tensions within and still struggled and still contributed in so many different ways. You know, there's so much noise in punk music, and I think so many of us feel so much noise within ourselves that to get it out in that music and to share that struggle and to share that intensity like with the community is so important and to like throw that noise back at a system that can be super unfair and can turn us against each other and so I think to band together like in punk bands and otherwise is really important and to study that is awesome so yeah. Um, also, can you share with us some of the names of your classes? Because I was he hearing you earlier. It's really cool. Well, one, one is a survey called Punk Music History Subculture, and another one is called DIY Punk Organizing as Social Justice. Damn, I wish all of us could take that course. Yeah. Um, okay, the Linda Lindas. Which venue would you uh, prefer to play at? Wow. <laughs> um... You know, I feel like I feel like our music is probably tame enough to play Madame Wong's, but I don't know. Like a lot of a lot of cool bands that I that I really admired all came out of like the Hong Kong Cafe, you know, and they all played there. And I mean, like, come on, Alice Bay. Yes. So you just woo. I, that's probably where I'd want to be. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure they're both cool. <laughs> I actually had a question for all of you, which is like, what is your favorite venue and like, what makes a good venue? Um, I mean, there's like the technical answers that you could give like, oh, this one has better sound and this one has... No, but you know what's really fun to play is the smell. Because... Hey! Yeah, I just, I just love the vibe there. Like everyone's so nice and it's just like the energy is really oh, yeah. there. A lot of cool bands came out of the smell, too. Um, I don't know. I think, like, what makes a good venue is the people in it. Like, that seems so cliche. But, like, I mean, like, when we play a good show, it's a good show because the audience is amazing, not because the sound system is whatever. Also, when we first started <laughs> out, we were playing a lot at the Grand Star Jazz Club, which is, like, 
which was like right across from where Madame Wong's in the Hong Kong Cafe was. So I guess who was there at our first show? You want to take a guess? It was yeah. Alice Bag. Yeah. <laughs> she was the one yelling for an encore, which we did not have prepared. But we played anyways. Yes. It was pretty bad. You should not look up YouTube videos of that. That would No, be but you know, you know what's, what's cool about punk music is it doesn't matter if like, you play bad. You know, it point. doesn't matter if you don't know how to play. It's just like as long as the energy is there, as long as you're having fun. Start, start a band. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Favorite venue? Why? <laughs> We're all really indecisive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like in LA or? Yeah, in LA. Um. <laughs> Does it matter if it's like to play or to go to shows? It just whatever that means in your heart. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool playing here, right? Like, yeah. It's a free we've, outdoor show. Yeah, we've gone to shows here before. It's cool. Yeah, we saw Frank and, Al and we saw Frank and Elvez here, and we saw um, we saw Bootsy Collins here too. So it's fun. Um, I was curious, also, just when you learn about this history of this music, does that impact the way you think about writing your music or how you want to play? Like, what role do you think the history plays in your music? I think what I kind of take away from it most is like the energy of it, you know, and the community of it. It's cool how. It, it doesn't it doesn't really matter what you sound like right it's it's more the it's more just kind of going for it and doing it you know yeah like like all all these bands that were just like played because they were passionate about playing and played because they wanted to play and wrote about what they wanted to write about like it's it's not really we 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 just take after that that you can play whatever music you want to play, and that's all that matters, I guess. I don't know. One thing that I really appreciate about this film is that it shows that the punk scene um, is much more diverse than maybe what people stereotypically right, think. Right. Um, and I'm curious, Alice, if you want to talk a little bit about that, if you've seen how people understand punk music change over time. Yeah, I think people tend to show punk music as being white and male. Um, you go to the library and there's all these books with like white bands and there's a lot of emphasis on Europe and New York and there were punk bands all over the world uh, and there still are and they all have different things to sing about um, and they do it in different styles. There are bands, you know, there are bands in Texas that use accordion in their music. There are bands in, you know, different places that bring their own flavor to it. So. If you really like punk, you really should explore international punk because it's beautiful. Give us a, yeah, give us a rec. Well, I really like um, uh, Las Rata Punks. I like, they're from Peru. I like Otoboke Beaver um, from, <laughs> from Japan. Uh, I like, well, I, do you guys have anything you want to say? I don't want to like hog it up, but uh, Big Joni. Um, I don't, there's just like, there's bands all over the place and they all have a unique style, so. Yeah, Jessica, do you want to add to that? I'll just say check out Punk Scholars Network, you know, uh, that's their international organization um, with a number of regional uh, affiliates and affiliations in like Australia, the Pacific, Brazil, China, yeah. you know, everywhere around the world. So just to, 
you know, get online and explore, talk to people. Um, but I would agree, you know, the way that punk has been represented has really done a disservice to the communities and people that have been in punk. It have been like, you know, not just the bands, but like everyone, the, the audiences, the people that have taken the, you know, that have booked the shows, that have done photography, like everybody. It takes so much work, as you see, to just like put on a show. And so, and it just takes such a diversity of people, to people with all different abilities, you know, like from all different places. And so I just wanted to kind of echo what you were saying, Allison. Yeah, and, and I think also you're, you're also adding other components aside from like ethnicity and aside from like country of origin, but like people who have different perspectives. Like, you know, we were just talking about the Deaf Club and people who were enjoying punk music and creating punk music who were deaf, which is something that we never would have thought possible and I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine how do deaf people appreciate music? Well, they feel the vibrations. Mm -hmm. They can, you know, hug an amplifier. They can appreciate your energy the way other punk fans do. And there's queer core and people have a different perspective when they sing about like being like being left out of society at large or not feeling fully accepted and they have a different different things to sing about. So it's nice when other communities are acknowledged. And when we acknowledge uh, people came before us too, I, I think of like uh, <laughs> um, Jane County mm -hmm. or, uh, um, you know, like people who were early um, punk and just musical uh, icons who changed the way we see society and who move us forward. Uh, Jessica, earlier you were also talking about like maybe unexpected influences on punk or things that maybe people like you were talking about some of the musical influences you discussed in your class. Oh, I think Alice and I, you, we were talking about the different, we were, you were saying that just how, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were saying that often, you know, what defines punk? Like that's a huge question. And we were just discussing that, um, you were saying that you were at the punk museum, right? Yeah. Uh, or punk rock museum, because yeah. Tequila Mockingbird also does the punk yeah. museum here, and I want to give a shout out to that too. Um, so yeah, like what defines punk? Who is punk? And you had a couple, I was saying that in my classes sometimes like people throw out Bach, you know? Yeah. Um, people talk about, you were saying Billie Holiday, I've heard that yeah. too. Um, you know. I, I think, you know, people define punk in different ways. Some people really think about like, what are the origins of that particular sound? And they trace it back to like garage bands or they trace it back to the Sonics or Los Cycles or some band that had a certain sound in the past. But then you can also think about, is it maybe the DIY ethic, the like being unstoppable and Absolutely. I'm gonna make, you know, make my mark no matter what? Or is it just, you know, like the attitude, like I'm not gonna let you tell me what to sing about. I'm gonna sing about what I have to say. And if you don't like it too bad, and, like to me, Bessie Smith, totally punk. <laughs> Audience, we think Bach is punk. Okay, <laughs> Billy Holiday. Okay, I was. Nina we get Nina Simone a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my final question is: um, What makes you most excited about punk music today? This is for any, for all. Okay, I'm just gonna jump in then. Um, so, 
seeing everybody here and being able to be with everybody on stage, the Linda Linda's Alice bag, like I can't even believe it. I mean, just the staying power of punk. And also, you know, when I was growing up, the South Bay in Los, the South Bay of Los Angeles was like not that diverse. And there was that violent aspect in the 90s. And so coming back to LA, like being able to go to archives, being able to participate in the UCLA punk archive, and then be up here with living legends from a different generations, like punk is power, like it's super powerful. And I'm just stoked to be here, so. <laughs> yeah. I have to agree that like being up here with, I mean, I, I'm just gonna, I, I feel like these young women now who were little girls jumping around at, in Chinatown, baking cookies and selling little tickets with um, kitty ears that would like, <laughs> that would grant a performer uh, a cup of coffee or a cookie. I just, it's so great, it's so exciting. And I think so many of us here in, you know, who grew up in LA, are so proud of you and we feel so happy that you represent us yeah thank you we were we were talking and we were like why are we on the panel because one we've never done a panel before which i'm sure is pretty obvious and then two it's like we weren't there you know we weren't in the chinatown punk wars scene but we did play in Chinatown and we play punk music and it's like, uh, it's an honor to be on the stage with you, Alice, because this is, this is pretty crazy. I mean, um, it's, no, it's like we, the, the punk scene is exciting because of people like you. Honestly, it's like people that have um, created a path. Like we, we literally would not be here without so many of the bands that we look up to and like it's it's so cool that we get to be a part of it and that um you know see, seeing as you're still doing it it's like we're it's maybe we, like we can still play music like even I don't know like we we didn't start out in the band thinking that we were gonna be able to play shows around the world, and now that we have, it's like, what, what more can we do? And um, that definitely shows that punk is powerful. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah, like, like Lucia said, punk is, isn't just exciting because there were like so many cool bands at the time when the documentary's talking about, you know, with Decline and all that, but you know, punk is here, and that's what's exciting yes, about yes. it, you know, is that like, we get to play it now and we get to go to shows now. I mean, like, um, I just saw like Soul Glow and Zulu the other day with Playtime and they were so really fun. fun. That and was it was so like, fun. I just saw um, Sweeping Promises at the Lodge Room hey. and that was fun. You know, just like going to, going to The Smell or you can go to Junior High or you can go to, I don't know, there's just so much good music out there and it's also powerful, you know? I mean, the Smog from Japan is playing a free show with our friend Tsubasa um, in like a vintage shop in Little Tokyo. So there's just like so many things that are like going on right now. And it's just cool that it's not something 
of the past, you know, it's something that's like here and you can, it's exciting because you can be a part of it, you know, it's yeah. not like they're just like, I know we're on a stage right now, but it's not like there's these people on yeah, the right. stage, yeah. you know, yeah, but like the crowd is part of it, you know, like everyone, it's participation. When we were, when we, when we played the shows in Chinatown, it's like the stage was like, it was, <laughs> we were like this close, like I could like see the people, that's what made it scary also, like, <laughs> those were like the shows we got most nervous for, because then you had to like talk to people afterwards about the show, right? Um, but it's about the, like, the community in punk, and it's about how everyone is in it together, and, if, and if, <laughs> if one person is excited, then that makes another person excited, and it's like, it's just like the community of, everything is connected, and everyone knows each other, and that's pretty, that's pretty cool, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for being part of this panel. I'm going to, um, thank you. Thank you for hosting. Thank you. <laughs> Good up, Antonia. I want to welcome Isabel and Miles of Chicas Roqueras to the stage. They're going to amp us up. Where are they? I don't know where they are. Chicas. When I say chicas, you leave? say roqueras. Chicas. Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAist.com sweeps.